The Church of Christ in Mona Heights presents Christ for Jamaica. Men of sorrows, what a name for the Son of God who came, ruined sinners to reclaim. Hallelujah, what a A very good morning to you, my friend, and welcome to Christ for Jamaica, presented jointly at this time on Radio Jamaica by the Church of Christ Mona Heights and the Jamaica School of Preaching and Biblical Studies International for the express purpose of saying a word on behalf of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Indeed, the man of sorrow, he has a great name. What a name, um, inexpressible at times. And we give thanks to Almighty God this morning for allowing us into his presence and having the privilege to be a part of his royal family. We thank God for this another day. Uh, good morning to all and to our Fathers, we want to say happy Father's Day, and may you and your family have a blessed Lord's Day. Music on today's program is brought to you by the Southside A Cappella Chorus. Righteous, loving, kind Father, we bow to you at this time. Father, thanking you for life. Father, we thank you for strength. Father, we thank you for all the necessities you have blessed us with in our lives, Father, to sustain us. Father, we ask you to bless each and every one this morning as we are about to listen to a portion of your words. Father, truly help us to place your words in our lives that we might be better people living for you and not for ourselves. Father, we ask you to bless Jamaica land we love. Father, bless the government. Father, help those in the social uh, security. Father, help them. the police, help the soldiers to, Father, set things in place that the crime and violence will be curbed and that, Father, we as Christians will continue to shine our lives so that men may be changed to you. Father, we ask you to continue to bless each and every one of us. Forgive us of our sins. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you are just joining us, this is Michael Brown here on Christ for Jamaica. With me this morning is Brother Gladwin Kidu and Brother Tito Williamson, who have done 
the prayer. We thank God for this another day. If you're with us for the first time, you know that you are our honored guest. And for all returning listeners, we thank God for you because you made this program what it is. And again, I just want to take the time out to say happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Brother Kidu, happy Father's Day. Thank you. Happy Father's Day to Brother Long. Happy Father's Day to my dad, uh, Mr. Brown, Shorty, uh, affectionately called, but he's Lloyd Brown. And all the fathers, I just want to say you have done your part and we thank God for you. Happy Father's Day. On Christ for Jamaica today, Brother Kidu will be presenting the lesson, Being a Good Father. And of course, the Bible is our guide. So once more, we encourage you to wake your families, call a friend, and join us with your Bibles as we discuss this lesson, Being a Good Father. A joyous Lord's Day morning to you, my friend, and thanks for joining us on Christ for Jamaica. And for those who call us after our program, we have a unique feature on Christ for Jamaica that you can call us at 876-341-5267 between 545 and 645, or you can WhatsApp us at this program, on this program, uh, at this number, at any time. You can WhatsApp us and leave a message, request a copy of this program. And of course, Happy Father's Day to all dads across the globe. Don't stop trying to improve in your role as a father. It's a God-given responsibility, and today it is time to reflect on fatherhood, on good parenting as males. Such practices, of course, require that we reflect on Jehovah and his teachings, his words, and the examples we see in the scriptures of good parenting. A child is a gift from God to a heterosexual couple. Two men can't biologically produce a child. We have a, a child in the home, but it's not from both of them. Two women cannot biologically produce a child. Oh, they may have a child in their home, but it's not from both of them. God's way is that a heterosexual couple, that is a man and a woman. In fact, the scriptures tell us in Genesis 2 and verse 24 that a man shall leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife. That is, a man leaves his house and he finds a woman who becomes his wife, and the two shall become one flesh, and in so doing, they sexually produce a child. So if you are a young person, not yet married, make a plan that I want to have my first child in a marriage situation. Plan for marriage, then children. You've got to plan. Put that on your must-do list to please Almighty God. Because that is God's intention for all of mankind. Of course, there are many who have not taken that route, yet our fathers today. And so this lesson is for everybody. Being a good father. 
course, being a good father is, a, to use the term, a God thing. Because God is the one who puts forward the information about how to be. Of course, the Lord's Prayer, the model prayer begins, Our Father, who art in heaven. Our Father. So, first of all, we have a Father, a spiritual Father, the Creator. And that prayer contains within it so many things about what it means to be a good Father. And we will refer to thus in a variety of ways. But when we say our Father, we want to be good fathers in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Colossians 3 verse 17 says, Whatever you do, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In word or deed, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus. And so, when we say, well, how are you going to be a good parent, a good father? We want to follow the teachings of the Lord Jesus and his inspired writers in so doing. Follow God's plan. And let it be clear to your child whether they live with you or they don't, that that is your plan. That you really want to be a good father God's way. You want to follow the instructions from the scriptures. Remember that children learn so much from fathers. Fathers set the tone for both male and female children. They get a sense of self from their father. They get a sense of, well, for the boys, what it means to be a male, to be a man, and to take on male responsibility. They look up to you in that respect. And for the girls, they learn what a future husband should look like. What are the qualities that someone that they'd want to spend the rest of their life with will be like? They're getting it from you as the father. So you are like a model to your children. They're learning from you in a variety of ways. I told the story in this program of my father who taught me what it was to be a loving male, tender warm-hearted. I told a story that when I was nine years old and that giant exploded in my hand and my father came home and saw me crying and he couldn't comfort me, he couldn't get me to stop, he started crying too. And I never forgot that because here it is, a big, grown, strapping man crying beside me and it, it left an impression of what masculinity really meant. That you don't have this someone who, men don't cry. No, Jesus wept. So to be a, a father means that you must learn to be tender also. But fathers, good fathers, let their children know that they love them. And they do it in word or deed. You love them. You care for them. You will do anything for them. And you demonstrate that day after day. A good father is a responsible person. Whether he's rich or poor. That is, 
fatherhood is not uh, impossible because you don't have money. When I think of Joseph and Mary, poor carpenters, yet they worshipped God. They went to the temple. They set a good example. They, they, they couldn't afford much when Jesus was born. And so Mary offered a turtle dove, which was the, the lowest of sacrifices. Yet they offered their sacrifice. So w- when you're a father, you don't have to be rich to be a good father. But you need to be godly to be a good father. And you just want to, I want to please God. And I want to set an example that my children will follow. When you're a good father, you see the scriptures this way. 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 3. But I want you to know that the head of every man is Christ. And the head of woman is man. And the head of Christ is God. That is, you want it to be known that you want to submit to Jesus Christ. That Christ should be the head of every single man on this earth. That's how God wants it. If you want to be a good leader in the home, then first, my brother, be led by Christ. He says the head of every man is Christ and the head of woman is man. But the first Part of that is very important. And so there are many males who shun away from Christianity, who shun away from anything to do with church. But what they're doing is that they're reducing their capability to be a leader in their family by robbing themselves of the understanding of what such leadership involves. Jesus Christ needs to be our head. We want you to consider this carefully. You know, I will never forget, my father was in his 80s when he finally decided to be baptized. I took him to the Kingston Harbor and he decided to make his confession. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I am glad he did it late in life. But That example, well, it's just not too late to become a Christian. And uh, to say to your children, if you live on this earth, becoming a Christian must be a must-do. Because God put us on this earth. He wants all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Tell them this, and you yourself practice this and do it. A godly father is humble. He is someone who, when he makes an error, is not afraid to say, I made a mistake here, and even to admit it to his children. Right? Because when we admit our wrong, that's when the blessing comes. A good father loves God and follows God's example. It's Jesus Christ says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And so, you think of yourself, I'm living on this earth. It is not within man to direct his own steps. If you try to follow your own wishes and feelings, you're going to go down the wrong road. Right? There's a way that seems right to a man. But the end thereof is the way of death. 
So, if you love God, make it your desire to follow his teachings and say to your children, I want you to do the same thing too. And you do it on a daily basis. Good fathers should not drop the ball. They should realize that they have a responsibility. Oftentimes, it is the women who end up raising children. But that is the devil trying to get men away from their responsibility. And you fathers, says Ephesians 6 and verse 4, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up, bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Now, men cannot run away from this. If you do it, you're displeasing God. Men are the ones who are supposed to be providing spiritual training for their children. And if you drop the ball on this, your children are going to suffer the consequences. Think about the number of young men, now teenagers, early 20s, who are involved in criminal activity in Jamaica. Think about it. And one of the explanations for this is the fact that fathers have not been doing their job to bring up their children, to train them. And you know, when you train, you, sh you tell and you show. When you train, you don't just say, oh, do this. You are a living example of doing the things that you tell your children to do. And so lots of young men today are involved in wrong because of absent fathers. Fathers who have dropped the ball. But good fathers don't drop the ball. Good fathers say, as Paul said to the Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 1, Imitate me as I imitate Christ. That is, I am following Christ, follow me. So you want to say to your children that I am a believer. I am following Jesus Christ. I'm a Christian. Just follow what I am doing because I'm trying to set you a good example. Another thing about being a good father is that you should not show favoritism. If you have several children, be careful to be uh, to express to, uh, to to have equity in the way in which you treat your children. That you don't want your children to have a feeling that well, one of us is the favorite of daddy. That it must be clear that you love them all. You know, in, in the book of Genesis, chapter 37, it talks of Joseph and his father, Jacob. Now it says that Jacob dwelt in the land where his father was, a, a stranger in the land of Canaan. That Jacob dwelt in the land where his father was a stranger in the land of Canaan. And it goes on to say in verse 3, Israel, that is Jacob, the name for Jacob, loved Joseph more than all his children because he was a son of his old age, 
also he made him a tunic of many colors. So he loved him, but he, he expressed that in his actions. Look what happened next. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peaceably to him. Mistake on the part of Jacob. You don't express favoritism with your children. Treat them equally. Just like God does, you know. You know, God treats the children of Israel, non-children of Israel. When the children of Israel messed up, they were kicked out of the land. Before that, when the Canaanites messed up, they were kicked out of the land. In other words, how God treats us, he treats us with equity. So good fathers do not show favoritism to their children. Good fathers set the example when it comes to worship and life. Good fathers don't send their children to church. Good fathers take them to worship. Good fathers sit in that home at home with their children and they have study time, read the Bible time, prayer time because they want to inculcate the matter of worship and speaking to God and praying to God in their children so they set the example in the home. Good fathers don't let Christianity be something that is practiced in some church building. Good fathers try to make sure that the children see something that you practice at home. Good fathers protect their children. Their safety, protect them physically and spiritually. Because they realize, they realize that there's much evil in this world. They realize that there are people who are trying to take down their children. That the devil goes around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. So they are protective. So, good fathers, children goes out. Well, where are you going? What time are you coming back? Sometimes they go and pick them up if they can. Watching out for their safety, male and female. You don't allow your child to go off in some car and you don't know where they're gone and you don't know who they're with. No, you protect your children by watching over them because good fathers are alert to know that we are involved in spiritual warfare and that the devil is trying to destroy young people trying to take their lives at an early age, trying to get them to do risky things. Good fathers imprint that on their children and watch out for their physical and spiritual safety. Good fathers, teach your children about the issue of consequence. They teach them whatsoever you sow, you reap. They teach them be careful of the choices that you make because there's a consequence for bad choices. So good fathers try to teach your children to make wise decisions. You know, there are so many children, teenagers especially, who cannot see the consequence of their actions. They think that you just do something and it just disappear. No, good fathers teach your children that look, they are consequence for one's actions and that you must think before you act 
because you may pay a terrible price for a bad decision. Good fathers praise their children when they do well. They don't just, well, uh, when they do something wrong, they jump on them and they criticize them and they punish them. But when they do something good, mm, you're silent. No. Well done, thou good and faithful servant, says the text. In other words, praise your children abundantly. Encouragement sweetens labor. Finally, good fathers ex express to their children, I want you to become a Christian. If you live on this earth, you should become a child of God. If you live on this earth, your ultimate goal must be, I want to become a Christian and remain a Christian so that when my life on this earth is over, I'll hear from the Father, well done, O good and faithful servant. Teach that to your child. Be a good father. His name is precious name. Oh, how I love to sing and praise His precious name. In a million ways, His name. In my memory says there's something about my Savior's name, His name. The lesson here on Christ for Jamaica, presented by Brother Gladwin Kidu on the subject being a good father. Well, there were more nuggets than you can use for one sitting. You'd have heard so many things about being a good father, but one of the major points is being the example that you want your child to be and don't be afraid to point your child to the Lord from early and lead the way that you want your child to go. Thank you so much Brother Kidu for these um, points this morning on this lesson being a good father. If you would like to receive a copy of this lesson and any other lesson aired on Christ for Jamaica, please feel free to WhatsApp at 876-341-5267 for your copy anytime after this program has ended. At this time, we'll have a few announcements. His precious name drives away my fear. His name to my the Spanish Zone Church of Christ, which meets at 43 Willow Way, that's 43 Willow Way, Spanish Town, this morning invites you to divine worship. They begin at 9 a.m. That is 9 a.m. at 43 Willow Way. The Mona Heights Church of Christ, that meets at 2A Palmoral Avenue, 2A Palmoral Avenue, Mona Road, invites you this morning to worship with us. Two worship service is available to you, one at 9 a.m. to 10.15 and the other at 10.30 to 11.45. The Elliston Road Church of Christ that meets at 16 and a half Lower Elliston Road, Kingston 16, invites you this morning to worship. Worship begins at 9 a.m. 
your minister for that congregation is Michael Brown. That's the Elston Road Church of Christ. That means that 16 and a half Lower Elston Road, Kingston 16, invites you to worship this morning at 9 a.m. Thank you. Christ for Jamaica is presented jointly by the Jamaica School of Preaching and Biblical Studies International and the Mona Church of Christ. It is presented in the name of Jesus Christ on behalf of faithful Christians everywhere. If anybody has a reason to sing, we do. So until next week, Sunday morning, same time, 5.15 on Radio Jamaica. This is Michael Brown on behalf of our Christ for Jamaica team. Brother Gladwin Kidu who presented the message. Brother Tito Williamson who prayed and gave the announcement. And our studio engineer, Richard Nemhard. We invite you and encourage you to seek ye first the kingdom of God.